Welcome to Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine. I'm your host, Jill Jardine, Masters in Counseling Psychology, longtime astrologer, psychic healer, and yogi. In today's episode, I'm going to share Sanskrit mantras to clear blockages and interferences to your successful outcomes. Stay tuned till the end of the episode to chant these sacred sound formulas along with me and raise your vibration. Welcome to the episode on Sanskrit mantras to clear blockages and remove interferences in your life. Stay tuned till the end of the episode when I chant these mantras and send out healing vibrational transmissions. And I want to remind listeners to go back and listen to my previous episodes on Sanskrit mantras, starting with the first one that was recorded in October of 2020. And just to recap some of the information about Sanskrit mantras, I am an initiated reverend in Sanskrit mantra through the lineage of Namadeva Acharya Thomas Ashley Ferrand, who also is a initiate of the Sat Guru Sankeshavadas and Guru Rama Mata, who brought Sanskrit mantra teachings to the USA back in the 1960s. Sat Guru Sankeshadaf is a very prolific writer of books and mantras and singing many bhajans that he shared on CDs when he was alive. He left his body in 1997 and my teacher Namadeva Acharya Thomas Ashley Ferrand left his body in 2010 and he wrote very successful books on Sanskrit mantra including mantras for healing, shakti mantras and chakra mantras. So let's talk about being blocked. I know it's something maybe you don't want to think about, but I have a lot of clients who come see me and that seems to be a big issue. Jill, can you help me? I'm feeling really blocked. And so I'll ask in what way? Well, it may be creatively, it may be moving forward in their life, it may be in their current job. So we all tend to experience times in our life when we feel blocked or just can't seem to move forward. We may have the best intentions and work really hard toward our goals, but still feel like we aren't making headway. It's frustrating and can be annoying and even depressive. We may even feel like giving up or even despair. I see this with clients all the time. People can also tend to turn to victim mode and feel the world or everyone is against them and they just can't get that lucky break. Whatever you do, don't go into victim mode. It will just continue to perpetuate the sense that everything is working against you. Try to shift your attitude, become more optimistic, and foster the realization that when the time is right, you will get your breakthrough and be on your path to success. Also simply realizing that there are reasons for feeling blocked, and some may be apparent, such as health issues, feeling under the weather emotionally as well as physically, or experiencing illness. And there may be some other reasons that are hidden from us and lurking in the subconscious as an inner saboteur. There also may be outside influences either in the form of people or situations that are actually interfering with you and your success. You know, that colleague who is jealous of you, 
and perhaps sabotaging you by saying negative things or even trying to hex you? Yep, there are people out there like that. And I guess they don't realize the laws of karma. That when you do something witchy or black magic like towards someone, it will slingshot back to them tenfold. And then we have the astrological piece of right timing. This is the beauty of astrology. You may have the best intention to launch a new project or start a new business, but the astrological alignments are not working in your favor. This is especially the case when someone is trying to launch an enterprise or plan during a certain time and they experience incredible obstacles, especially with technology or connections, and they don't realize that astrologically it is an inauspicious time. They haven't consulted their astrologer and Mercury is retrograde or there is an eclipse cycle occurring during that time and so they have these astrological blockages. And there are astrological alignments which tend to affect everyone as eclipses and Mercury retrograde and create obstacles in getting things off the ground. But then we have times in our life when our own personal chart is under affliction, as we say in astrology, from something like Saturn transiting our natal planets, creating blockages and challenges. Saturn is referred to as the taskmaster and lord of karma in astrology, which means that when Saturn comes knocking on your door, it's time to pay off a karmic debt and or learn a sometimes very tough lesson. But Saturn is trying to help us evolve in this lifetime by teaching us lessons so we can gain mastery. Saturn transits to our natal planets tend to cause delays and teach tough lessons. When Saturn hits, we will repeat a lesson over and over again until we understand the teaching that we are to receive. Pluto is another planetary archetype that will put us through our paces. Ultimately, Pluto wants us to transform and may take us through death and rebirth experiences to reach the alchemical goal of transformation. Pluto pushes us to heal psychological wounds or complexes that are ingrained and sometimes painful to expose and heal. Pluto will reveal the hidden saboteur in our subconscious that wants to keep us down and blocks our success. Many people have a fear of success that is rooted deep in their subconscious and they keep cycling through the same old patterns because on some deep level, they don't want to make necessary changes that will bring them success or they are afraid of how their life will change if they have true success or wealth. Many people have a fear of success that is rooted deep in their subconscious and they are not aware of it. I have helped many clients break through their fear of success when they finally realize that there is some subconscious belief that if they were to become successful, they may lose it all 
or someone will take it away, or they will be seen by many, or they feel they are a fraud and not deserving. There are self-worth issues that are hidden there. Many believe if they have true wealth or success, they may be even persecuted for it. This can stem from things such as as a child, seeing their parent take financial losses or damage to their reputation or even bankruptcy. Or it can even stem from past life or soul memories of persecution because of religious beliefs, spiritual practices, such as being a healer, which went against spiritual or social norms during that lifetime. Also in a previous incarnation, they may have been part of the group that was in power, both on a temporal or religious level. And then the pendulum swung to the other side and they were on the wrong side of the power elite and were persecuted because of the regime or religious shifts. This actually happened a lot historically where one group would be in power and then they would lose it as another group would conquer or take over or win a war and they were then on the wrong side and persecuted. Also, many people suffer from a fear of failure, which is different from the fear of success. And the fear of failure sabotages them from expanding their life or having new experiences or growing beyond limitations that are in place as a form of subconscious safety. Fear of failure is different from fear of success. Those with fear of failure are afraid they won't meet certain standards of success that they set up for themselves or are expected from those who are in power above them. This stems from childhood when parents demanded or expected a lot from the child and the child could never measure up to the parents' expectations and the child may have been shamed or berated for it. So even if our blockages from psychological issues that continue to sabotage and deter from moving forward, such as that subconscious saboteur or the interference from other people thwarting you in some way or taking away your power or even astrological influences that are not in your favor, we can still remove and clear these blockages. There are many ways that one can remove and clear these blockages including going to an energy healer who knows how to do that by doing shamanic practices, performing energy practices, praying, kundalini yoga, which is a form of yoga. I did do a previous podcast on kundalini yoga. And kundalini yoga is very useful for clearing blockages. It has many kriyas or practices, sets and meditations to clear subconscious blocks, and outside interferences, as well as other negative influences internally or externally. But my favorite way to clear obstacles is to chant Sanskrit mantras. In Vedic teachings, the remover of obstacles is the Ganapati principle, or the deity Ganesha. Gana, G-A-N-A, means power in Sanskrit, and pati, P-A-T-H-I, means spouse. So the literal translation of Ganapati is the spouse of power. 
Ganapati is another name for the Vedic deity or principle of Ganesha, the elephant-headed deity who is a manifestation of the divine principle. Gana, G-A-N-A, Esha, E-S-H-A, translates to ruler of power. Chanting Ganesha or Ganapati mantras provide a genuine route to personal power attainment. Power combined with wisdom can make a heaven on earth. Ganesha is the energy we chant for when we want to remove obstacles or blockages. This includes astrological afflictions or planetary problems when we don't know which planet in our charts are causing the problems, natally or by transit, especially if you are not an astrologer or don't know enough astrology to know what your natal chart is like and which planet is being afflicted. For instance, generally for a Saturn problem, we would chant the Saturn mantra. If it is a problem with the moon or the emotions, we would chant a moon mantra. But that is all for another podcast on planetary mantras. The deity Ganesha holds the whole cosmos in his belly. So that's why we can chant to the Ganesha principle for any astrological issue as well. We can understand the wisdom energy of Ganesha by this story from the Vedas, which has been abbreviated and written by my teacher, Namadeva Acharya. Let me share this story of Ganesha so you can understand the myth and energy behind the remover of obstacles. From Thomas Ashley Ferrand, Namadeva Acharya, Story of Ganapati, First Among the Pantheon. One day in early in creation, all the celestials were getting ready to attend a divine ceremony. All of them were to be honored in some way at this ceremony. But almost immediately there arose a squabble concerning who would be recognized as first among them. There was no ready solution. Finally, Shiva, divine masculine, stepped forward and suggested a race. This idea was met with enthusiasm. Shiva suggested that the gathered assemblage race around the entire universe three times. The one who completed this task first would be declared the winner and honored first in any divine ceremony or general undertaking, which would subsequently occur in time. Each of the celestials headed toward their mount. For Subramanya, it was a peacock. For Vishnu, it was an eagle. Each had their own divine animal or bird that would take them on their journey. So Subramanya was the son of Shiva and Parvati, the divine masculine and feminine, and Ganesha's brother, who is another son of Shiva and Parvati. And Vishnu is another incarnation of the divine masculine in its preservation mode. Shiva and Parvati decided they would not race, but rather serve as judges of the affair. So they lined up all the participants and declared an official start. Immediately, most of the celestials were out of view on their mounts. Ganesha went a few strides down the platform leading out into the cosmos and stopped. He was riding his vehicle, the rat. This is ridiculous, he muttered acridly. I haven't a chance. What's the matter, asked Shiva, his father. Everyone has a faster mount than I do. 
There is no way I can compete with Vishnu or my brother Subramanya or any of the others. I might as well stop right here. With a sigh, Ganapati stopped his trek and sat sadly astride his rat. Shiva says, My boy, your mother and I have given you every advantage. You have both Siddhi and Buddhi. Is there no way you can think your way out of this supposed problem? Ganesha's head snapped up. What do you mean? What are you trying to say? Is there something I can do? Come on, give me a break here. As I judge in the race, I cannot show you any favoritism. I just think you should use your head. That's all. Shiva was visibly disappointed. Ganapati knew he was missing something. There was some bit of information that contained an answer to his problem. But what was it? He decided to review the available facts. One, the Celestials all wanted to be the first one honored. Two, there was a race to see who would be first. And three, the race was around the universe three times. Four, they all had a vehicle or mount. His was the rat and certainly one of the slowest of the vehicles. And five, the race had been devised by his parents who would not be participating, but rather presiding. Those were the essentials. Somewhere among them were the key to this mystery. The race was three times around the universe. What could make him go faster than the others? It was not possible without changing the laws of local physics for himself alone. His father would never allow it, so that must be out. He could take a shorter route, but then he would not be fulfilling the terms of the race, so that was out. He could use a different mount, but that would disqualify him. What could it be? He thought of asking his mother. Maybe she could tell him something. He started to go back to her limping along on his rat. Shiva smiled broadly and muttered, I think he's got it. A shock went through Ganapati. Riding toward his mother had produced a conclusion in Shiva that he had finally gotten it. Gotten what? Everything slowed down as Ganesha lumbered slowly toward Parvati. He was reviewing the data in his head. Finally, as he got within three strides of his mother, she turned around and beamed at him. In the flash of her beatific smile, he realized his way to victory. Without losing even a single stride, he rode his rat round and around the smiling figure of his mother. When he had concluded three trips around her, Shiva came over and beaming himself, placed a golden crown on Ganapati's head and declared him the winner. A few minutes later, some of the speediest of the Celestials began arriving back from their race three times around the universe. The first to arrive noticed that Ganapati had the crown of victory on his head and let out a cry of disappointment and irritation. Hey, he didn't pass me. How come he's the winner? Soon another Celestial concluded the race and had a similar reaction. Old trunk face never passed me. Soon there were a dozen or more clamoring for an explanation or crying foul and fixed. Shiva raised his hands and quieted them down. As you can see, I have declared Ganesha the winner. Now let him tell you why he qualifies for victory. With that, Shiva and the rest of the assemblage turned to Ganesha, who spoke clearly and with great devotion. This entire universe is my divine mother. And my divine mother sits here in front of us all. By going around my mother three times, I have traversed the farthest corners of this universe. 
By going round her three times, I have gone round this universe three times. He ended with a quiet question. Who among you can call me wrong? The Celestials all joined their palms. Sharavana, chief of the Celestial Army, spoke for them all. O oh, Ganesha, your wisdom shines like a thousand suns. While we egotistically stride around the cosmos, you have allowed the devotion of your heart to shine into your mind and light the spark of intuition. Truth has opened to you. Truly you deserve to be the first among us. For Parvati is verily the entire universe in a single person. Salutations to Ganesha, salutations to Parvati, divine mother and body of the cosmos. And from that day, Ganapati Ganesha is honored first among all the celestials in any ceremony or before beginning any endeavor. And he is the first honored in this humble work of mantra as well. So now I'm going to share some Sanskrit mantras to Ganesha that remove blockages and interference. As I mentioned earlier about Ganesha or Ganapati having dominion over all the planets, here are two Ganesha mantras to help with planetary blockages. The first is Om Graha Pataye Namaha. Graha, G-R-A-H-A, is the name for planet in Sanskrit. So Om Graha Pataye Namaha translates to salutations to Lord Ganesha, who is the presiding deity over the planets. I'll chant it 18 times. Om Graha Pataye Namaha, 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 Om Graha Pataye Namaha. Om Graha Pataye Namaha, 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 Om Graha Pataye Namaha. The second mantra also helps to mitigate planetary problems, and that mantra is Om Graha Stutaya Namaha. Salutations to Lord Ganesha who removes afflictions coming from the planets. Let's chant Om Graha Stutaya Namaha 18 times. Om Graha Stutaya Namaha, Om Graha Stutaya Namaha. Om Graha Stutaya Namaha, 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 Om Graha Stutaya Namaha. Om Graha Stutaya Namaha, 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 Om Graha Stutaya Namaha. Om Graha Stutaya Namaha.
I also mentioned how we may have blockages that are coming from other people who are interfering in our life or our works in some way. So the next two mantras I'm going to share are to help to clear those kind of blockages or those interferences coming from other people. And the first one of those two is Om Hadidra Ganapataye Namaha. This helps to block someone who's trying to do harm to you. And the mantra is Om Haridra Ganapataye Namaha, chanted 18 times. Om Haridra Ganapataye Namaha, 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 Om Haridra Ganapataye Namaha. 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 And another mantra to help remove a blockage or interference coming from outside of you or from someone else, it could even be from within, it's very good to defeat jealousy or to get rid of demons or sabotagers outwardly or inwardly. And that mantra is Om Vakra Tundaya Hum, another Ganesha mantra. Vakratunda is another name for Ganesha. Om Vakra Tundaya Hum, 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 Om Vakra Tundaya Hum. 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 And now I'm going to share a Ganesha mantra that will remove blockages to healing. Something within you, subconsciously, physically, mentally, emotionally. And it brings in healing Shiva energy. And that mantra is... Om Bala Chandraya Namaha, chanted 18 times. Om Bala Chandraya Namaha, 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 Om Bala Chandraya Namaha. 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 
Om Bala Chandraya Namaha 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 And the final mantra I'm going to share in today's episode for removing blockages is Om Shreem Gam Ganapataye Namaha to help remove blockages to wealth and money. And we can all use that, right? Om Shreem Gam Ganapataye Namaha. If you remember from the initial podcast on Ganesha mantras and mantras to remove obstacles, Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha is the Mula or foundation mantra of Ganesha. And Shreem, the seed sound, is the seed for Lakshmi, goddess of abundance. So this mantra, Om Shreem Gam Ganapataye Namaha, combines the Lakshmi principle of abundance with the Ganesha principle to remove obstacles. Let's chant Om Shreem Gam Ganapataye Namaha 18 times. Om Shreem Gam Ganapataye Namaha 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 I hope you enjoyed this episode of Cosmic Scene on Sanskrit Mantras to Clear Blockages. Remember to download this episode and all episodes of Cosmic Scene and give us a five-star review. This is Cosmic Scene with Jill Jardine sending you healing sacred sound Sanskrit mantra vibrations through the quantum field. Uh,